good Saturday evening and welcome to episode number 52 for the WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies. And if you're doing your math at home, you know we do 52 episodes and we do it once a week. What does that mean? I don't know. What does it mean? Today, well, we'll say this weekend is our birthday. Actually, it technically is our birthday because it was on the 24th. It really was? You know what? It was the 24th and it went into the 25th. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. We, <laughs> we, we To we, the we, day. Yeah, we, we put in a, a lot of work that night. But as you can hear, you got the people's choice, Don Rodriguez. One year older, still sexy. <laughs> I ain't touching the second part. <laughs> and of course... You got me, the big guy, KG, uh, a year older. And uh, last time I looked in the mirror, a little less gray hair. So, uh, yeah. Well, shoot, man. 20 months. We finally got uh, everything on the books. Ready to rock and roll. We done had some fun with the people in the truck. Yeah. Vince McMahon stopped by. trying to kibosh us like uh, he's trying to kibosh AEW. It's like, man, number 52 is starting off strong. (laughs) <laughs> what could you do to keep the strength going for number 52? Oh, I know, KG. I'm glad you asked that question. How about we talk about number one? The first show. Oh, many, man. many moons ago. Where it was myself, KG, as you would imagine. BJ, the boss, was uh, there. We had Junie drop in. And uh, we had Jim for a second. Was it Delante? I think we might have had Delante for a second. Yeah, yeah, we had Delante for uh, a moment, so uh, it was a momentous beginning. But I just want to take you down uh, memory lane for just a couple things because I went back and I re-listened to it this week just to hear the interesting craziness that we started this path on. And uh, the first thing, I was asked some poignant questions like, who's my favorite current WWE superstar? I said the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, still holds true. But then we've also kind of slid in some Ricochet and a couple other ones. But you brought up Samoa Joe. And when is Joe going to become a strong player in the WWE? Oh, what 12 months will do for you. Where we see Samoa Joe now out there uh, cracking skulls and, and causing some havoc and possibly trying to kill Roman Reigns. That's still my pick. Then we had some uh, conversation revolving around New Japan and Cody Rhodes and the Bullet Club. Oh, wow. What 12 months would do for you. We went from New Japan to (laughs) AEW. So Cody's on to come up for sure. Something, unfortunately, that still hasn't changed in 12 months. Uh, We both uh, chimed in on the need for maintaining and preserving kayfabe. We're still hoping and dreaming for that. Another thing that hasn't changed in 12 months is your crush, Nia Jax, and your your love of everything that is Nia Jax. And you made sure you uh, really clarified how much you loved Nia Jax on that first episode and even foreshadowed some of the things that would end up happening with her leading into WrestleMania. B- 
between her and Ronda Rousey, as you uh, hope. Thanks. Uh, Google. <laughs> I don't even know. Hey, Google. Stop playing. Google just, <laughs> Google just jumps in. No, no, stop, Google. Stop. Oh. oh little you know, Stevie, Stevie Wonder? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, hey, man, anything can happen. Even Google wants to chime in when we're talking about Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey. So, hey, uh, or maybe Stevie really wants to be put in. And then, more importantly than that, out of everything else, we had some strong impressions talking about how much we enjoyed NXT and how it was, in some instances, a more superior brand than SmackDown and how we would like to see NXT come to fruition in a whole new light and provide even a bigger platform for the superstars. And man, what are we about to look at in October? NXT on USA Mm -hmm. going right up against AEW. So we kind of foreshadowed a lot in just our general conversation about what we loved about the business and, and some things. And then we'll go to the next thing, but you tell me about your recollection on that crazy moment. Well, I was truly, 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 truly getting my feet wet. Now, one thing that I do remember about show number one, how nervous I was. Really? But you, yes. You've been, you've been sideline junkies for sideline junkies, man. Yeah, true, but I was nervous as hell. I mean, now I look forward to Saturday night every week. Um, I live for it, and I live for podcasting anyway. To be able to do it and to do podcasts when you get to talk about what you love, but to be able to sit and talk wrestling with a, another wrestling mind that eclipses mine, <laughs> put it that way, and we don't butt heads. We, we kind of feed off each other. Um, <clears throat> take notice of that. Uh, WWE, AEW need storylines. You know, I'm... I'm I'm available. The people's choice is available. So, but it's just, I was nervous. Then I remember, you know, the countdowns and. Oh, don't go too deep into that. I'm about to talk about that in a second. Okay. But I, I, I remember just being nervous. That's the biggest thing. And, and my hands sweating. And to think of that first show, I was on page in the composition book that I have that's marked Sideline Junkies. I was on page, uh, I think this is page 9 or 10. And I've pretty much filled this book up in the last year. I'm getting ready to start book two now. Yeah, I've gone through three already. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> With, uh, but you, you got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, that I've also been uh, doing a show format. So trying to give KG uh, a break since he formats uh, pretty much everything else. So, you know, f- show formats and and raw smackdown tna aew notes and pay-per-view notes and yeah it's a lot of writing so trying to to bring the goodness to all of you every saturday and and get the thoughts together so it's uh yeah three books but as you were nervous i was nervous and also at sitting outside of my car at a bowling alley waiting for my kids to get done with the little church bowling event. (laughs) And then the funny thing is I told them I'm going to be outside. When it's done, 
come outside. I'm not leaving. I'm just going to be outside doing a podcast. Okay. Now, from that to we got to call your dad over and over and over, I'm like, I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> I've already given the direction. Eventually, like, okay, let's walk him out, walk outside and see if he's right there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but on a positive side, they realized that and decided to bring the kids out um, at the end of the podcast. So it all worked out perfect. And it's like, man, I'm in the car just sweating because <laughs> I don't know if the air would, would cause some issues in the South on a hot August night talking about what I love with uh, the crew that we, we, we've just shot the breeze and had water cooler moments, quote unquote, uh, at the 3776 in ESPN zone and other places uh, throughout the course of even Facebooks and stuff like that. And now we actually started jumping in to, I guess, lay the foundation and the cement for what is now the WrestleManiacs. That true indeed. And so, yeah. man, I just can't believe it's been a year. It seems like we've been doing it longer way than longer that. than a year. I know. It's like, good grief. We, we've had a lot. But one thing that we definitely had in that first episode was the first of many times throughout the course of this 12 months that we had some Clash of the Titans differences of opinion. And the most important difference of opinion came at the hands of a requested top 10 tag team countdown. Mm-hmm. Now, just to give some criteria on what led to this being the order that I came to for conclusion on this top 10 countdown, it, it went like this. The first criteria is the markout heat factor. How much when you heard the music or you saw them come out, how did that just, just, just invoke, you know, just craziness and you're up, if you're there live going nuts or you're at home, like, yeah, it's about to go down. And then at the same time, <laughs> excuse me, on the flip side with the heat, how much were you just, I hate them. I hate them with a passion and you just, just can't stand them. How much did just disdain that they just invoke as soon as they came out. Then, the second criteria was their impact on the wrestling business as a whole. And then the last criteria was impact on world and pop culture. So those are the three things out of all the tag teams. And I knew it was going to be some controversy. I prefaced it. I knew that was going to be some unhappy listeners. I didn't know that KG would be the first one to verbally throw out the lashing, but, Here's how it, it all went down. We, I started on the top 10, and the first one was the Rock and Roll Express. No problems. So we're beginning this nice. Number nine, here's where the problem began. My number nine was the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. KG's number one was it better be the Road Warriors or else. Because <laughs> he said, hey, I know we pretty much just sick on this. I know what the number one's going to be. It's like, oh, booty. We're about to have a problem. <laughs> and as soon <laughs> couldn't even get to the top five. And it was like, uh, Houston, we may have to boot this guy off the podcast. 
because I had LOD at number nine. And the rest was history right there. And then after LOD, a number eight slot was the Midnight Express. Uh, number seven, I had the Koloffs. Number six, rated RKO. You agree with me uh, with number five, the Rockers, starting uh, in the top five. You agree with me on New Day proper when they were just a trio as tag champions uh, for number four. You agreed with the Usos, the Usos being number three. I had Heart Foundation as number one. And uh, I'm sorry, number two. And number one, you didn't agree with, obviously. Uh, but you respected the team, which was Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard as the tag team champions within the four horsemen. So that the brain was, busters. That was the uh the, the, the precipice for I'm still hearing about it as we're leading into <laughs> today. Hey, are we gonna get the LOD to be number one this time? Like, no, man, that's the countdown. That's what it was. There may be another countdown later on. We'll see if you agree with that one. But this countdown is locked in, etched in stone, 100% done, son. Done. It's 12 months old. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Looking back on it, I look at wrestling period with a a new eye, and I, I see what you mean. I'm just I'm what you would call a mark for the Road Warriors. A do or die. Better be LOD. Tell them, Hawk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we should be number one. <laughs> Like, okay, thank you, Hawk. Rest your soul. Um, definitely wouldn't want to meet either one of you guys in uh, a back alley in Chicago or anywhere. Don't know why we'd be in a back alley, but it's just a principle of the thing. <laughs> True indeed. And speaking of principles, moving forward into a little bit more modern conversation, uh, how you feel about... Seth Rollins being a dual champion as he became tag champ with Braun Strowman on Monday Night Raw this week. That was kind of like a move out of like, okay, well, we'll take it. But why? But okay, we'll take it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, when I Now, mind you, I, had to, I caught the results before I caught the actual match. Right. Yeah, I, I I I was pretty good with the result because I was like, okay, all right. Now we putting we great. What I said about uh, Ronda Rousey, and the same thing with Becky. You put them on a pedestal, but you may have to knock them off the pedestal and then build them back up. You had to knock Seth off the pedestal, and now you're building him back up. He's right. going to be, for lack of a better term, your box office draw. He's got to be the one that takes you to the next uh not gonna say level but he's gonna be the leader of the new generation Mm -hmm. because pretty soon we're not gonna see undertaker goldberg and it's gonna wind down for uh 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 uh, brock lesnar same way uh, unfortunately and this tears my heart apart that it has wound down for nature boy rick flair but it had to happen yeah, but then again, 
sometimes it's like, do you even want to see the match? You just want to hear Flair talk. Flair's number one through ten moments, I guarantee you, most of them, if not one through nine, are all him cutting promos. In my opinion. Well, true. And most of them are probably on WCW Saturday night. But <laughs> and you, you know something? People look at those promos and they say, I, I, say, I read one earlier, and a guy said, when I was a kid, I couldn't stand Ric Flair. And he said, what kid would love Ric Flair? Because you didn't understand where he was coming from. Now I know where he's coming from. It's nothing better in the world. Oh, yeah. There's nothing I'm better like, in the world to talk trash about something that you're doing that the the opposition can't do. Well, you could be staying and you could be jacked up and, you know, I'm the great white shark. That's cool. But Sting, I'm about to go jump in his limousine, jump on his Learjet, fly to Vegas, gamble all night, dance all night, party all night, have women all night. Then I'm going to meet you at Clash of Champions tomorrow, beat you for the championship that you currently have. Then after that, I'm going to fly back to Vegas, dance all night, party all night, drink all night, and then meet you on Monday Nitro so I can gloat. And that's it. <laughs> it wasn't a promo. It's literally my itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, and, it, and this day and age, that's G. Back then, that was just the Four Horsemen. The horse were the epitome of. You didn't have the the Conor McGregor's or the Floyd Mayweather's or anybody. I mean, you had people like Ali or 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 Tyson, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, stuff like that that talk trash. You're like, yeah, you know they're gonna beat you down. Okay, cool, and then you move on. But nobody was just flaunting it. I mean, Mayweather, in my opinion, he got his recipe for showmanship from Ric Flair, in my opinion, because anybody. And that's why Flair, again, will always transcend the business because that was just the epitome of what you see is what you get. What you get is awesome. You can't you can't negotiate with it. And I understand what, what uh, your boy was saying about it. as a kid, you didn't understand what was going on with that. But as an adult, you're like, yo, that's dope <laughs> all day long. That's dope. Yeah, it is. And but to get older and find out everything he was saying wasn't really a promo. He was telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. He said this Rolex, these $7,000 shoes, the, 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 the couple of thousand dollar suits, the rings, all that, the, the, the jet flying, all that was real. And then he got nerve to take the shoes off and throw them into the crowd. Like, wait a <laughs> just throw his shoes. Oh man. And then we always come back to, cause we could watch it over and over. The promo versus Jay Lethal. What they just oh, my God. going off. <laughs> Man. You can't do me. You can't do me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that that is just too much. I'm gonna go watch it again. But in my opinion, I'm curious as to see what they're gonna go. Is this a consolation prize for Braun because he's not gonna get a title run anytime soon? Or is this to set up for him to become the guy or to get the opportunity because this tag is going to work great, but then Braun still has his eyes on the prize and that match is going to happen and then the belt changes hands, but there's still 
tag champs. So they have to work together to survive. But at the same time, the heat between the two of them is going crazy because they're like, there's no rematch. So now you just beat me for my belt. Now I got to get my belt back. And, and how is that dynamic going to work? So it's going to be interesting to see exactly how this plays out and exactly where we go from there. See, the thing is, whenever we we've talked about Braun being in the title chase quite some time, quite often. Um, but whenever he gets that opportunity, fate intervenes and he gets injured and it's a legitimate injury. and He's going to be out for a while. Mm-hmm. So then he has to come back, start all over again. They have to work him back in and find an angle. And then he gets hurt again. It's not that he's injury prone. He's so rough and tumble. It's going to happen. I mean, he's he's not a small guy. Right. But for lack of a better term, I hope he doesn't get big show. Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of coined that phrase. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Yep. Do not get showed. So that was the first thing that jumped out at me this week. The second thing that jumped out at me that I want your opinion on is this Rey Mysterio retirement angle on how they're going to kind of usher in Dominic, I assume, somehow into this. I know this word that they really want to have Mysterio and Dominic tag, and that's how they'll slide them in, and then they'll bounce it out from there, but I don't know. Because I know how I want Dominic to come in, but I don't want him to be an unmasked wrestler. I want him True. to be a masked wrestler and don the mask of Mysterio. So if Ray retires, we now have a Mysterio that is at the same height level. So now we've got a whole other transition and, or transcendence, I guess, for lack of a better term, of the Mysterio persona. Because you're no longer the biggest little guy. You are on par. And then if you could do just a quarter of what your dad could do, Dominic. Wow. Wow. True. But you can't have two Mysterios in the same place. Uh, Can you? It would get confusing. Rey Mysterio Jr. and Rey Mysterio... The third? It's possible. Didn't or, or Ray Three in NXT? How would that work? Didn't didn't uh Ray Jr. wrestle with Uncle Ray in uh Mexico? Didn't they wrestle together in Mexico? Yeah, but that that was, you know, that's a legacy type of thing. Uh, the, but the this crowd is... the crowd there would understand the difference. Not saying that America's a stupid or anything like that, but <laughs> you know, it's like you having Muhammad Ali and Muhammad Ali Jr. in boxing two other people in the same night. You know the difference between right. Ali. One of them's going to get the Bumaye chant, and one of them's going to be, let's go Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's two different things. And that's, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, but I, I want him to be masked. Because he's not on TV enough to where you, I mean, you'll know, but just the respect of it. But is Mysterio ready to retire or is this, again, just a a work to get Dominic in 
And then are they rushing him? Is he ready? Mm. That, that's that's the question because I mean he's been training. So when I say it's like Randy Orton, it's in his blood. It's in his DNA. It's just happening. There's no forcing it. I would imagine to happen, or it's just you come out the womb, booyaka booyaka six one nine, and you're ready to go. But I got a question, and I mean, just pull my coat and follow me on this one. Do you think when Ray came out the womb or, or, or Dominic came out the womb, he just kind of shot out and just ah and just landed, kind of like Ray comes out? I think Dominic shot out, and the first thing was like, uh, "How tall was Eddie again?" <laughs> this is a little different here. <laughs> the <a> big boy. <laughs> he may be taller than his. Like, how, how did that happen? Um, honey. Like, no, it's yours. Oh, God, we're gonna have to go to Mori, aren't we? I'll take my mask off for this one. Don't say it's us. We use some different names. Like, you are the father. All right, I guess it's a Mysterio. But the, the the wild part about it, I I can see that happening with Ray being so small and the son being so big. Cause my father's five ten. I'm six four. And my oldest son is fifteen and he's almost six feet tall. So he's gonna be well way bigger than me. He's gonna be about six seven, six eight. And I'm 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 happy with that. He's gonna probably be the tallest lawyer that, that ever graced uh DC law, but wait a minute. You raising a lawyer? Really? Gotta have something to fall back on. Come on, man. I'm over here campaigning like one of these kids need to be, <laughs> you know, ensuring that I get a WrestleMania ticket. Somebody has got to make this happen. We ain't well, got see, to other professions yet. We still on <laughs> somebody got to make this happen. Well, see, the thing is, if he's a lawyer, kind of sort of like David Otonga. Because David Otonga, contrary to popular belief, is still employed by WWE and still collecting checks. And was uh, doing commentary on SmackDown Live this week, sitting next to Tom Phillips. So, And they're going to work him back in. I still don't understand may- how you uh, break up with Jennifer Hudson. Like, <laughs> Well, <laughs> you were looking for that topic. There it is. Because he didn't break up with Jennifer Hudson. She broke up with him. No. She started cheating on him. Yeah, hey, man. Um, David, you need to hang in there, dog. That's one of those uh, extra checks you need to hang in on. Nah. Go ahead and let it go, brother. You, nah. Y'all were engaged for 10 years. She kept putting off marrying you. You wanted to marry this woman, and she kind of said no. She said yes, but then dragged it out and was like, no. I right, move on. Take your but, son and roll. But do you think at some point he looked at her and was like, you over here trying to treat me like this? I could have went with New York. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Where you at, Tiffany? I'm about to give you a call right now. Is your mom still a chain smoker? <laughs> <laughs> I love New York. Oh, my God. So you ain't know we was going there. Big shout out to New York. <laughs> and uh, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. Oh hell. And Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, foofy foofy. And hoops. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not forget delicious since you want to go there. Oh yeah, yeah, son. <laughs> yeah, son. 
Oh man, don't 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 get us started. No, oh, no, because that's when now you want to talk about reality TV, surreal life, uh, flavor of love one and two, I love New York, um, the T.O. show, uh, Chad Ochocinco, all of those. Though that was reality TV because it was know, actually man. funny. T.O. show, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, it was his uh oh man, what his assistant. Uh, what was her name? They're beautiful. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of lost the, the... I wasn't paying attention to the name. But you know what was a better reality show? And what was when, that? When uh, T.O. did Celebrity Wife Swap. And he swapped with uh, David... Uh, I'm sorry, Robert Carradine. Oh, man. It just that came on. But I was mad that when, he, when uh, Robert Carradine was playing... Uh, horse with a T.O. son and it's like, man, you're pretty cool. What were you in again? <laughs> wow. Like, like, never seen revenge of the nerds, man. Somebody didn't call this guy a nerd. I'm just saying. One time, y'all are all jocks. Somebody just nerd. I'm like, just one time. One time. But <laughs> That was more entertaining, I'm not going to lie to you. T.O. Show, I don't know, I felt like they were trying. They were just trying to to, to, to fit into that that Real Housewives-S type of mold and and everything. And we have already gone off the rails of talking about reality TV. You gotta, <laughs> I just realized that I'm about to start critiquing this stuff. Like, uh, this is the one-year show. Well, I get, hey, might as well. Might as well. While we're talking about reality TV, let's talk about how the king, I swear to goodness, sold the heck out of the fiend showing up. Because when the lights started going off, I thought the king was black. Because what's, <laughs> what's the first thing you see in a horror movie that involves black people? Like, doosh, lights starting to go out. You know I'm out, right? Yeah. I, what did king say? I seen how this goes down. The second thing black person do, no offense, white people, but it's it's well documented that one of two things is going to happen in a horror film. One, y'all going to be like, I wonder what's over here. Let me go check this out and see. Now, knowing you have, it's dark, pitch black dark. You have a candle or something that could get blown out. Or you have the worst flashlight in the world that does not have a large range. So you go on in, just check it. Or it's time to run. He coming. We all know what's going to happen at about 30 seconds outside. Oh, well, there went that idea because you did. <laughs> or, That's pretty much happens. Technically, number three. Y'all want to go ahead on this, uh, uh, this haunted trip in the woods and just hang out in the middle of nowhere where nobody knows where we are and go skinny dipping? We know that people have died in here 15 times. But y'all want to go on this camping trip? All right. Really? Real? Nobody under 15 times? And y'all still want to go out? It's like everybody. It's a proven track record. People go out. They don't come back. But we think we different. Proven commodities. Black people? We ain't got time for that. We out. Uh, <laughs> y'all ain't killing me today. You're gonna have to work for this, sir. You're gonna have to work for this. <laughs> Case in point Friday the 13th, uh, part eight. What's a black dude do? 
Uh, well, we on the rooftop. One of these two things is going to happen. You ain't killing me without me getting a couple punches in. I'm just representing for the set. Chase had to knock his head off, but that he respected the man. Everybody else ran this dude boxing Jason with a hockey mask on. Yeah. And if he had just a little bit more, more gas in the tank, he would have survived. But he got him to the edge and couldn't put him down. Because Jason was like, moron, I have a hockey mask on. He was going to his body, too. Yeah. But he was he was killing him. He was getting him. But just, it was like, put, put, put. He, he just, yeah. he put it at the end. It, was, it just the rider, didn't work. The writers had to kick in on that one, like, psst. By the way, you're doing a good job, dog. But we're not at the end of the movie. You're not? Oh, man. I mean, I got to die, huh? (laughs) All right, dude. How much that check? All right. Take my head off. (laughs) The rest is history. And the two young ladies that were with T.O. on the T.O. show were Monique Jackson, his best, one of his best friends, and his other best friend, Keita Williams, who I'm reading is uh, still single. Um, She's not a wrestler. You can't date her. That's fine. Uh, she she uh, she's a therapist. You know, she functions as a therapist, a matchmaker, and uh, she 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 helped him build a brand. So we're building a brand here, so she could come on over and help us build a brand, and then you know we could talk in private about building this brand. Miss Keita Williams, give us a call. Sideline Junkies twenty four seven at gmail dot com. Hit what? me up. I'm, I'm getting something. I'm what. Oh, sorry. That was Nia Jack saying she's going to bust you in your mouth. I'm doing this for us, boo. <laughs> doing it for us. Wow, he's gone. But needless to say, <laughs> the king did a great job of selling the fact that the fiend was coming. And the only thing missing from that was, I'm here. And that would have just set it off right there. But again, uh, I don't know if the fiend is being the new legend killer or legend choker or whatever it may be, but it's great to see. It's just wondering when is he going to show up? What is he going to do? I still want the fiend to show up uh, in NXT or other places and really spice it up. Kind of like our first 24 seven non sports entertainer champion, Rob Stone from Fox Sports, who over the course of this weekend beat our truth for the 24-7 championship, only lose it again to Elias. But mm-hmm. we've branched out into the broader spectrum of what I envisioned for the belt. And now other people are winning the championship in other locations. Very exciting. Hmm. I wonder what else they may do that we talk about. I don't know. They've got a year's worth of material now archived on Anchor FM. So, who knows? Well, you know, uh, (laughs) one thing I can say, you fleshed this out, but did you really think that that when you fleshed it out, it was actually going to happen like this? Heck no, man. We was doing a book it or something. We were just shooting the breeze, doing what we do. Coming up with great ideas, not knowing that I should have copyrighted it first, so that way I could have gotten paid for said great idea, so that way I can parlay that payment into, hold up, don't cut the check, just go ahead and put us on the network. 
especially since now you're going to have a vacant spot with NXT moving to USA. Uh, how many ride-alongs do you think is going to keep that network going? <laughs> Just <saying. laughs> Still need original content. 205 Live, I guess you guys may need to go two hours or something because that's a huge void that they've got to fill with NXT going great, but at the same time, that was the network. The network was not just pay-per-views. It was this brand that was in its infancy growing and becoming bigger and bigger and bigger right before our eyes. And for the younger generation, that was this is them witnessing the equivalent for the older generation of WWF going to the WWE. Mm-hmm. That's what they, they're watching the evolution of. So many years down the road as we're having Hall of Fames and people from NXT are going, they can remember these amazing moments. Sasha Banks versus Bailey, Sasha versus um, Charlotte and, and Seth Rollins becoming a first champion and Samoa Joe showing up and, and Shinsuke Nakamura and, and AOP and Undisputed Era and everybody else that, that, that's filtered through NXT, um, even Corey Graves and uh, Nigel McGinnis and, you know, all, all these wonderful folks. And even going back into OVW uh, with John Cena and such. The prototype. And speaking of NXT, tell me you have thought of a name that we can ship for Randy Orton and the Revival. Because that faction is just mind-blowing. All we need <laughs> is a proper name. Rated one. Proper name. Well, you can't call it rated or, or, or I don't know. I was at a loss on how you can revival KO. You know what? You read my mind because that's what I was going to say, but revival KO. But then the whole KO franchise is kind of locked up by Kevin Owens. Maybe he can bring back Evolution. Why not? Mm-hmm. You need a fourth member who would be your fourth member. Nature Boy Ric Flair? As the manager. Would be nice. Flair's out uh, about anyway. He's uh, traveling to uh, uh, Charleston to do an autograph signing for some cool stuff. Him and his wife, as he just posted on Twitter, which is weird watching the fact that Nature's driving. It's like, Nature, you drive? Oh my I thought he caught a plane everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess once in a while, his road trip with the wife. Why not? That's pretty awesome. Mm. But tell me, you got you, you, you were thinking of something. I know you had to. Your your awesome uh, brain of brains, especially thinking <laughs> about the top ten countdown. You got to have a name <laughs> for R and R. Actually, that's it. There R&R. you go. I could t-shirt that. Randy and Revival. You have two big and, R's. Um, um, you have R and then Orton going to the left and then, uh, in a diagonal, maybe, oh shit, that's dope. Um, actually yeah, be a big R and one R and then the inside R and arc, it would be Orton. And then on the, uh, the leg part going down to, to complete uh, the capital R, it would say revival. Or something. I don't know. You work that out. They could do it. Oh, uh, but no, I like that right there. I like the way you got that. Because I'm envisioning that shirt and probably liking a a black t-shirt with 
red and yellow lettering. Yeah. Then on the back, it'll say, it'll be a checklist. Legends, check. Tag teams, check. Your career, done. Something like that. I don't know. Something hardcore. Get at us. We just R&R. No more recreation. (laughs) (laughs) Retribution. That's what it'd be for. And then every every week, the R stands for something different. So, speaking of something different, I'm going to skip over, because I promised a new top ten. I'm going to skip over that to say get well soon to Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley because he did get injured recently. So he is out of his match with Kenny Omega, sadly. But Pac is in. So that is going to be an interesting New Japan rematch. Let, let, let's stop right there for a second, just for a hot second. I cannot bring myself to call that man Pac. Would you rather be three Pac? Because we know we know Tupac out there in Mexico somewhere, maybe Thailand or something. Doing, Cuba, yeah, doing Machiavelli Fifty Six. Because I guarantee you, when it dropped, people were like, and why is Donald Trump president? Like, what the hell? Yeah. How the hell? I thought you said this was Machiavelli. Yeah, man. Yeah, Machiavelli. Why he just do that? I don't know. Like the Dave Chappelle episode. <laughs> <laughs> Go home, Dave Chappelle. That's not your wife. <laughs> like, oh man, we on a Pac a lot for real. Biggie dead as hell. But Pac, we know you a lot, man. It's yeah. about time. You can come back. If making a band can come back, you could come back one time and smack some sense into these people that created that daggone dumb behind countdown that's going around on social media that got you way down the list and Joe Button number three. Yeah. Yes. Not against Joe Button, but Joe Button was a beast and Def Jam Vendetta. That's about it. But uh, and the, the the greatest hip hop artists of all time or rappers of all time. Sorry, Joe. You got a nice podcast though. You speak, you know, you keep it real. But yeah, we're gonna have to work on that. Just saying. But that's Neville. Yeah, it is. Th- th- that's Neville. I was gonna call him an elf from Lord of the Rings, but you can, <laughs> hey, well, you, you know he was too. on uh, he was on uh, 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 Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, I was shocked with Ed Sheeran. Him? Yeah, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> In a related story, did you notice how most of the black people were over far away from winter? Yes. Again, we were smart enough to be like, winter is coming. Look, man, you mean it's going to be cold for how long? You know we out, right? We'll, we won't do this Alaska thing. We got to go. We're going to go sweat over here. Oh, we're going to be slaves? Damn it, we just can't escape this. All right, well, at least it's not cold. <laughs> but y'all going to have to deal with that winter thing eventually. I'm just letting you know. Oh, you're going to need us? Fine, we'll come across on the boat and help you all out. But they'll be going back. I'm just saying. And why are these people on horses and none of us are there? But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Daggum Dothraki. We know y'all over there speaking pig Latin. Yeah, you stop playing with us. Mother of Dragons, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, 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 hey. Easy now. Easy. Because uh, my, my, my wife is attempting to teach my daughter how to speak Dothraki. 
Wait and hold on, technical foul, flag on the play. Hold up, your wife gonna teach your daughter Dothraki before she teaches her Klingon. See, Klingon my brother is a legitimate, credited language. But no, 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 that's my brother-in-law's expertise. He oh. teaches Klingon. I say it's gonna be some kerplock up in here, man. <laughs> Me, I just look at her and, I, and you know, I used to tell all the kids when they were young. You know, and you know when they get to that baby talking, they I'm like, hey, speak English. And one thing they can say, I am speaking English. All right, if you feel his English, let's go with it. All right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm, I'm, I'm they're mumbling. The <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh wow, what a first. <laughs> What a first recap show, the first episode of the first year of the first bit of cray-cray. Speaking of cray-cray, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. Now, we talked about a couple weeks ago. Who is going to be the catalyst to keep Becky Lynch's push strong, vibrant, alive? Because she needs somebody to play off of. Ronda Rousey was great. She was able to play off of it. Nia Jax was almost there, but Nia just couldn't talk on that level, unfortunately. So the face break thing kind of just solved that. But then we reached that problem, ladies and gentlemen, because Natty did a great job. Natty stepped up a little bit more, but Natty just didn't have that hardcore element, a.k.a. that was so you know, since she is related to Snoop being Sasha Banks. So they brought Sasha in at the right time to drive this Becky Lynch feud. In my opinion, it's going to go to WrestleMania, hopefully with the four horsewomen all battling together for both championships. Cause why not make it a, a precedent that both championships are up on the line since we may or may not get an evolution pay-per-view who knows, but we're kind of running out of time. We are creeping up on September. That means you've got to pull the trigger and do it in October mm-hmm. because we know it's in November. And then December, would you want to do it as an end of the year thing? Is no. that going to be the annual kind of replacing, um, you know, uh, Starcade in essence? No. Because no. we know what happens in January and that's the. Unfortunately, because it's not going to have that much impact storyline wise. You're on the road to WrestleMania. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. But I think um, off from Becky Lynch this week on her SmackDown promo was insane. She cut probably the best promo of her life, which probably is the reason why she got the ring. Yeah. From Seth Rollins. In my opinion. Sasha did good enough where it wasn't as she didn't really speak. And I don't think she needed to because the action spoke louder than words when she beat down um, Natty in the back. So I I thought that that was just what we needed from Sasha Banks at that moment, because people still have to digest the heel turn, the hair color and everything else. But congratulations, Becky. But you, you, man, your 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 promo was hardcore. Like people were clapping after that. 
And that's what you want to, to capture people with your words in such a dynamic fashion that you got proposed to. Can't beat it, man. Now, the running question is, if they do a gimmick wedding, are they both in tuxedos? <laughs> the man in the man. But Think wait, about it. when you say when you say gimmick wedding, you talking uh, you know, kind of Macho like, Man Elizabeth. Yeah, you know, one one that we we know they're gonna get married, but this is just something for the fans because they were pushing it heavy. So I doubt they would really get married in on the marriage or the wedding to happen there. But I think it may be something uh, WrestleMania for that to happen. The man and the man, or maybe it could be uh. uh a tux with a long train or something. I don't know. Who knows? But I wouldn't mind seeing him have a, a, a little bit of fun with it. And Becky comes out in a tux and Seth comes out in a dress. I think that would be <laughs> hilarious because that would, that would just be given a lot more breath and levity to the characters. Why not? Well, true. And Eric Bischoff can officiate it without actually having all of that, uh, um, that 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 face mask on and all that stuff. You know what? What was I thinking? Um, I've seen some uh, <laughs> I've seen some uh, uh uh older pictures of Becky, and Becky didn't do nothing but the older she get the. Just more smoking she gets. Don't say that, mm. man. Because then you're gonna start talking about the 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 real champion of uh, Monday Night the Women's Division, Bailey. And I like to call you know Bailey's a hugger, but I like to call her backyard Bailey because she got a lot of backyard. That woman got a future behind her. <laughs> we'll be talking about that, man. That's not a that is not a cool <laughs> thing to say. That if you push her back, she bounces back up. That is not. <laughs> Oh my! Oh. Those are okay. That is not kind words. We're trying to keep this as legitimate and honest as possible. Well, I got a. I'm, I'm granted we're talking wrestling, but we got breaking news in the sports world. Per Adam Schefter, Andrew Luck is retiring. Really? Yes. Wow. Adam Schefter tweeted uh, seven minutes ago. He's informed the Colts he's retiring from the NFL. Uh, he'll make it official tomorrow. He said he's mentally worn down, and he's checking wow. out. Damn. First Spider. See what happens when Spider-Man leaves the MCU? Hey. It all goes downhill from there. Yeah, buddy. God dang it. And then Constellation Prize, we got Wakanda forever. Part two. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Yeah, oh. but they, they got to... They got to pull out some stops on this one. Speaking of which, oh, I got a list of movies for you. I got a list for you to see. I'm scared. Go ahead, lay oh. it on me. Number one, you got to go see The Kitchen. The Kitchen? Yeah, The Kitchen. Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish. Oh, gosh, okay. It, it's not funny at all. It, it, <laughs> what? It, it's straight gangster. Straight oh, gangster. Anybody are these Netflix or are these coming out? No, no, this is, this is in the movie theaters now. I went to see that the first night it came out. Um, Angel Has Fallen was good. Yeah, I was looking at that. Jeez. Uh, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, Blinded by the Light, if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan. That was good. Yeah. Uh, 
What else did I go see? What else? What else? What else? Um, of course you got Terminator coming up. We got mm-hmm. it chapter two coming up. Uh, I said you see chapter one. What? <laughs> I know it's sad, man. I it was hard. I I couldn't go see it in the theaters right away because you know Tim Curry was having uh his health issues and I was a purist. And that was only, in my opinion, one Pennywise. I hate. I, shout I, out! Shout out to the original it. Yes. Also, shout out to Roots and Shaka Zulu. Yeah. I'm just throwing stuff out there, but why am I shouting out Shaka Zulu uh, in this instance? Because out of any show on network television, that was the only series or show that has ever had topless people in it yes unedited un uh, uh, pixelated they were naked yeah kids watch that every episode and that miniseries that whole entire week oh you watch some shaka <laughs> most for, definitely I did. sadly not for the educational part but we were just mm-hmm. dumbfounded like wait a minute the hell is that some breasts? Okay. Yeah, I have to figure out. By the end of it, though, you kind of forgot about that. He was like, did they just kill Shaka? Spoiler alert. Uh, oh, this is some BS, man. I was ready to go out and just start beating people down when they stabbed Shaka Zulu. I'm like, did you see what that man just did? He out there in Kosi out here just beating people down. Baba and did and everything. Oh, see, I'm having flashbacks. Having flashbacks. <laughs> next, next thing you know, some old decrepit blind woman about to start forecasting things for the next twelve months of WWE over there. She mess around, get a contract. Not only we gonna have a problem, so I'm gonna have to tell her, "You calm that down, old lady over there under the tree with the cool lighting. Don't be over here talking and giving them, you know, booking information. Let us do that." Yeah, thank you. Because I, I, I'm just waiting. I check the mailbox every day. <laughs> I have no idea. This is a great show. I have no idea how the hell we just got the Shaka Zulu. <laughs> oh, we, just, just movies, but I mean, oh gosh, we have a problem. Yeah, I think we got it. We 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 don't pretty much stay on topic a lot, but that's what makes yeah, it fun. Yeah, next year we're, we're probably going to be giving fashion advice. I don't know. Well, we already did that a couple of times this year. We've given no. fashion advice. We've given. Breastfeeding tips and parenting yeah, tips. I, our our uh, our special guest will probably be like Tim Gunn or something. So <laughs> it's like make it work, designers, make it work. Like we'll be like, hey, and then also on Project Runway. So, man, now I did promise a world premiere, top ten. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm going in with an open mind. An early preview. LOD is still not number one. (laughs) Garbage! (laughs) At least I was giving you a heads up. So this way you don't have to have the reactionary want to beat me down on the next episode. Episode 53, that is. On what will be the longest reigning episodic podcast of all time. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. After we figure out who is the longest rating episodic podcast of all time, so we can get our truck guys to take out their truck guys and hit their button so we can break that streak. But the topic 
of the brand new top ten countdown. My top ten best moments from the WrestleManiacs for the past year. <laughs> oh boy. Coming in at number ten. World of Dylon. I've never said Dylon as much <laughs> as I have over the course of a few weeks prior. And what happens, we will make it of the band into existence by Dylon being the best rapper, the best singer, uh, the best choreographer, the best court stenographer, the best lawyer, the best salt bay. I mean, you know, Dylon does it all. Hey, hey, hey. And you leave salt bay out of the he may be the best uh, chicken sandwich. Name the five best chicken sandwiches. Uh, Dylon, 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 and maybe Chick-fil-A or Popeye's. But Dylon's got that covered too. So that was number 10, the world of Dylon. Number <laughs> nine, and it's kind of fitting for tonight, who's in the damn truck? <laughs> mm. Who the hell left the gate open and who the hell is in the damn truck? hitting the button, causing us some havoc. We had many opportunities to start the show off right, and then the people in the truck like, you know you ain't pay us, right? Like, y'all get paid? Yeah, and then we got to kind of negotiate some sense so that way we could get back uh, on the air. So, number nine has always been a lot of fun. Who is in the damn truck? I hope you write these down, by the way. (laughs) Knowing you, you probably are. I'm always writing. Coming in number eight, we've had some crazy and fun location or on location moments. Uh, you and your loveness at several hotels all over DC. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, me emanating from uh, a crab feast cookout, uh, you know, all over the DMV, bouncing back and forth um, on some crazy locations in cars and driving and transit. Just no matter what was going on, we wanted to make sure that we could bring our level of crazy to you every week consistently. Um, and it, it's been uh, a blast being on locations and crazy opportunities and stuff like that. Numero seven. Did they just do what we said? <laughs> Many times we have said some stuff. And I'll be god dang if we didn't just turn on Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and that mess is happening. First time, oh, man, it's kind of cool. We were kind of thinking the same thing. Second time, oh, that's kind of cool. We was kind of thinking the same thing. Fifteenth time, motherfucker. Really? <laughs> really? Twenty-second time. All right, y'all need to stop this for real. Who the hell is listening to us? At least say something. At least say something. God, it's like Facebook Live. Just say hi so we know you're there because we kind of know you're there, writers and uh, creative. And we're just saying, you know, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for allowing us to give you job security. Number six, something I know that's close to your heart, the pay-per-view battle lines. Mm. Lord knows we've had some interesting battles, which one is still going on, and I am one-up on the wins when it comes down to the King of Ring tournament. 
So we'll see what happens after Raw and SmackDown this upcoming week. If you can get a couple of choice picks and maybe come back. Maybe come back. Probably not. <laughs> and oh, now let's get to the If only I can. Cinco. Cinco, Cinco. We had some great guest stars, incomparable Chris Cloud, Cabro, BJ, Delante, Junie, Jim. We had a lot of uh, uh, great guest stars that have come in and graced us with some interesting insights, perspectives, and reactions over the course of this past year. So we definitely appreciate and thank all of uh, y'all for, for just being a part of what we've been able to produce for 52 weeks. Number four, kind of apropos to what's been happening tonight more often than not in this uh, 52nd episode, going off the rails. Somehow, some way, we are talking about sports entertainment, wrestling, wrestling, and then we kind of, I don't know how the hell we get to it, but we're somewhere else. And then we got to find a segue back in so that way y'all are wondering why we're still classified as a wrestling show if we're talking about every other daggone thing. Especially as I'm looking at my pop for a dick in a box. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Uh, I love that uh, pop box. So, see, off the rails. Just comes out of nowhere. Um, number three. Something extra dear to my heart because I was there. KG was there in the corner witnessing the birth of the 24-7 championship. Yep. That was us. That's about all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Yep. Uh, That was us. Number two. Uh, My favorite top 10 moments in this 52 weeks. <clears throat> no damn LOD is number one. <laughs> oh man. Oh <laughs> like, that's one of them word life moments. <laughs> I'm expecting to hit the music. So think you're untouchable? Like, oh shoot, I'm about to go down on this one. Word life. This is basic thugonomics. Yeah. Number two. No damn LOD is number one. And number one, and my top 10 favorite moments from these 52 weeks, providing the Sideline Junkies, WrestleManiacs, crazy podcast, Rousey Milk. (laughs) (laughs) Go off the rails, and we've just started talking about Ronda Rousey's breast milk. You can't have any moment greater than a conversation on a wrestling podcast giving advice on how to pump, freeze, and then protect the nipples for a current superstar. Uh, uh, uh. Yep. We had an episode talking about breast milk. And that's pretty damn badass if I have to say so myself. Maybe we'll have to tell, I don't even know how you would bring that up in Twitter. Hey, Rhonda. Just felt you should know you came up in our podcast and you were number one, not because you are one of the baddest chicks on the planet. But at some point we had a conversation about you breastfeeding and how to protect your milk so you could go on the road. 
I think you should tweet that to her, KG, because I don't know if I can say that again <laughs> in an eloquent fashion. It may just come down to Ron that we talked about your press bill. Well, we, 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 we were trying to keep her on the road, you know, but still be a mom at the same time. So we would just. Yeah. <sighs> if you like pina colada <laughs> and breast milk. So that is my top 10. My gift to you, KG, as a thank you for giving me the opportunity to grow as a, uh, a broadcaster, a color commentator, uh, a journalist, uh, an analyst um and ist <laughs> everything else you know i can't say i'm the best at because we know dialon has all of that on lock so i can only be like second or third best at everything that we try to accomplish here because the best podcast and all of entertainment is dialons as well <sighs> oh, oh. <laughs> now i was writing and I, <laughs> you, you, you say it 10 too fast give me 10 one more time you mean the world of Dylon? The world of Dylon was ten. Oh man, and I, you know what? I think I'm going to take this out. I'm gonna laminate it. I'm gonna frame it. <laughs> Top ten, yeah. WrestleManiac moments for year one, and there you have it. Year one, the first year, Rousey Milk. What? Now hold on, I, I I got some explaining to do. Rousey Milk was a a a how to public service announcement. Yeah, there you go. PSA. It was a how to a PSA. Uh, 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 just that you and I are both parents. We 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 love a sport that women compete in, but we have to find ways where women don't have to be off the road losing money and can get back on the road and go uh we sat around and we just came up with it and we just talked it out and Rousey milk was born it, it was born freezing the breast milk going you know you because um, you know when you pump and dump instead of dumping you pump you freeze Rousey milk <laughs> Rousey milk <laughs> Rousey, man. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm trying to give it some credibility here and don't make it sound so bad. Well, yeah, but you know what was honorable mention? This was number 11. The fact that we talk about breast milk and all this other stuff, but you also um, kind of made uh, BJ and a couple other members of oh. the Sideline Junkies the first men to get pregnant. <sighs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he impregnated people, too. <laughs> Immaculate, miraculous, unexpected, unexplainable pregnancies. It, it 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 didn't happen like that. It was an example. I can't even remember what the whole example was, but gee, me, Christmas. Well, shoot, I just went off they gave birth. But <laughs> that was honorable mention. It almost made the list. But dial on, you know. <laughs> He had to be on the top 10 because he's dialogue. What can I say except you're welcome? Uh, I, so I guess. Go on, no, no, you say you're welcome. I mean, I I, I thought you were going to actually put LLD number one. But uh, even now, I, I, this is one top 10 that I can say. It made it to number two. Yeah, but I, I say this is a top 10 that I can see. Okay, you guys are not number one this time. Okay.
Yeah, yeah. Because I say, how, like, I mean, come on. Even hawking out, I'll be like, that's Ronda Rousey milks. That's number one. Like, yeah, Dana White would probably want to sell it, you know, on a corner or something. Like, hey, man, I got that Ronda. Got the milk. Got the milk. Yeah, certified Rousey. Certified Rousey, man. Check the expiration date. Still good. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. Oh. <laughs> and Houston, we've gone too far. About time for you to tell them where they can listen to all the craziness for another 12 months. And guess what? <laughs> Today is WrestleManiac's one-year anniversary. Of course, you can hear us right here on Anchor. But not only can you hear us on Anchor, you can hear us on 16 different platforms. It used to be... Woo! I'm sorry, it, 16 other platforms. It used to be you can hear Woo! us on 16. Now you can hear us on 17 total. So, you can hear us on Radio Public, Breaker, mm-hmm. wow. CastBox, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, Testify, Apple Podcasts, Whew. Stitcher, mm-hmm. Overcast, Pocket Cast, mm-hmm. you <laughs> Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean, Jesus. Podcoin, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Glory, ah. Player FM. And last, Medea, 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 hallelujah, but not least, Pod Tail. Thank you very much. And the maternity ward. <laughs> yes. I'm sure they're listening to us like right now yes. because uh, yes. they want to get back on the road. How do we do that? Listen to the WrestleManiacs. We'll give you all the advice. L&D, baby. L&D, labor and delivery. Yes. Yes. Got to give these people over here. Yes. These are people that drink Ronda Rousey milk. Yes. <laughs> Give it up for him. Give it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> Got to throw a little Arsenio in there in celebration of uh, coming to America. Y- yes. Two being filmed as we speak. Yes. Yes. Got to you know, make sure Ronda Rousey's milk. Make sure you don't sweat profusely. Make sure you're strong enough to go ahead and knock people out. I mean, it does has all the nutrients that you need. Oh, and speaking of Ronda Rousey, get well soon. Uh, she almost lost her finger. Yeah, but guess what they did? Sewed it back on. Put a couple dips of uh, Ronda Rousey milk on there. Healed right up. A mess is stronger than Chuck Norris. <laughs> Bowflex. <laughs> yep. And we pretty much lost our minds. So, you know, when we lose our minds and start going on to some dark places, we start hearing voices like Randy Orton. <laughs> they don't say punt. They say other things. And for KG's purposes, most of them involve select uh, superstars that we can't name for him probably getting sued or his wife beating him down. Um, but we are excited. We are ready. We are in it. I'm sorry. We are the sideline junkies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. We are your reigning, defending, undisputed, undefeated, and unmatched tag team champions of the universe. We are the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG, and we are your wrestle maniacs. Thank you for listening to us for a whole year and many more years to come. And you, sir, you, sir, thank you for pulling me out of this shell and letting me 
babble on about different things that run across my mind because I don't, I really don't have much of a filter here. This is a safe place, and you've made it a safe place, so I thank you for that. No problem, man. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it won't be safe next week because next week is our first annual butt naked episode. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, butt naked. <laughs> So next week, next week, next week too. Then we're gonna be butt naked. Oh, coming to you talking about sports entertainment. Oh Oh. God! But that'll be one hell of an episode. Yeah, you won't see anything because the room be dark. But oh man, it'll it'll be a butt naked episode next week. Unfortunately, we probably will have to do it now that we said it. Um, sorry, BJ. Don't know what to tell you. Just don't tune in on this one. <laughs> you may get a surprise. You're like, oh, that's how the 24-7 championship was made. Like, yeah, that's about right. Pretty much. <laughs> and KG's still in the corner. Yeah, that's kind of creepy now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so to, to you, sir, I can't wait till next week. I will uh, – have some extra information. I know we entirely think video games this week uh, about some of the hotness. I'll get my hands on some 2K. Oh. Feel free to download the demo right now to uh, play around with the character creator because uh, we are two weeks away basically from that. And, uh, you know, get my hands on some other goodies like Ghost Recon and Gears of War and the almighty Call of Duty, Modern Warfare and and Borderlands and the other interesting things that oh by the way wwe 2k20 i would imagine i might have to get my hands on that well when you get your hands on gears of war 5 please please have me in your thoughts let me know if it lives up to the hype of gears of war because me personally i am such a huge gears of war fan i have gears of war judgment one two and three have not gotten four yet, but I have started ordering the books for Gears of War. I have mm. asked for fields right now. I'm I'm working on getting through that. Um, I got to order the slab. It's five books total, and I'm going to get all five books to put on my shelf. Uh, if it wasn't for my youngest son, I would still have my Delta Squad action figures, but I'm not going to crucify him about it. He was young, so yeah, it happens, man. It happens. I just got to remember where I found them at. I found them somewhere in Virginia at Toys R Us, but guess I won't be going back to the Toys R Us anymore, will I? Well, not until holiday when when they're coming back. But if you still have the pieces, just a little dab of uh, Rousey milk, <laughs> glue right back together. <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka, man. It just works. <sighs> Hopefully she will not listen to all of that because then we'll probably get hit with a restraining order. I can't wait to read it because it will probably say you must leave Ronda Rousey's milk alone. But if she starts endorsing something that's kind of like muscle milk, but it's called Rousey milk, I want my damn check. You. Oh, I'm writing in on that one. That's going to be one of them class action lawsuits. If you have been a part of a podcast that has talked about milk at any kind and you should be subject to uh, professional slash wrestler slash UFC star stealing that idea, call us now. You could be part of a class action lawsuit. Yeah, I'm calling that number. <laughs> like, man, that was my idea. And 
by the way, let me tell you about this 24-7 championship. B. Give us the money. Or the show. Or the show. Whatever comes first. Mm -hmm. But until then, you and I get to hang out, go through life for another seven days, and enjoy hopefully another 12 months of WrestleManiacs bliss. And hey, man, all I got to say is I can't wait till next week. Neither can I. And it's going to be awesome and out of this world. And revealing. And very revealing. But, Nick. Don't look at my birthmark. (laughs) (laughs) And with that being said, we've gone completely off the rails. We are the WrestleManiacs. This has been presented by the Sideline Junkies. We are out of here. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.